Parshas Vayakel, Chelek Chof Aleph, Volume 21, Sicha Beis, the second Sicha. In the commentary of the Zohar in this week's Torah portion, the following story is relayed. Once, when the holy students of Rishim and Bar Yochai sat studying lofty mystical ideas in Torah with their teacher, the Rashbi noticed that his student, Rabbi Yossi, was engrossed in thought about worldly concerns and not the otherworldly teaching that the Rashbi was sharing. And so the Rashbi said to his student, to Rabbi Yossi, Yossi, get up and complete your visage. A letter is missing in your name. The Rashbi was able to perceive that the world-related issue that Rabbi Yossi was pondering caused a deficiency in the visage, in the spiritual makeup of Rabiosi at that moment, and causing a letter to be lacking in his name. His name, reflecting a person's essence, was somehow deficient. Then after Rabiosi did indeed rouse himself and engage in the words of Torah that his master was teaching, Rabbi Shimon looked at him and observed and said to him, now you are complete, and your visage is complete. Following which, Rabbi Shimon taught a Kabbalistic interpretation on the verse in the portion of Pikude that discusses the making of the tzitz, the turban worn by the high priest. Of course, this story is surprising in that it suggests that Rabbi Yossi, who was of the greatest among the Mishnahic sages, was distracted with worldly issues while he sat in study with his master, the Rashbi, and the holy students of the Rashbi, who were all in discussion about the mystical teachings in Torah. And if we find reason for Biosi's distraction and focus on worldly issues, it's surely that he was contemplating matters that were appropriate for a Torah scholar. These were Torah-centric thoughts, and it's completely permissible to pause in that case, even if one is studying mysticism. So the question isn't about Rabiosi and his distraction, rather it would be about how the distraction caused a deficiency in his spiritual makeup, and as the Rashbi expressed it, caused a letter to be missing in his name. According to the explanation of Rablevik, the Rebbe's father, on the Zohar, we can explain that even though Rabiosi was a member of the Holy Assembly of Students of the Rashbi, whose lives were completely dedicated to the study and the teaching of the Torah, to the exclusion of any other work at all, and any engagement in worldly affairs, Rabbi Yossi at some point was not engaged solely in Torah study and teaching to the exclusion of everything else, but he worked as a tanner. We also find that Rabbi Yossi was engaged in communal issues, like the various ordinances he instituted in Sipuri. Accordingly, we can posit that the worldly issues that were distracting Rabiosi were communal issues, and therefore he allowed himself to be distracted while hearing the mystical teachings of Torah as immediate communal concerns trump Torah study. This would also help us explain why the Rashbi declared a letter missing in Rabiosi's name, a deficiency in his holy visage, because the needs of a community overriding Torah study is accurate in terms of the rabbim, 
the population in need. But as far as the individual is concerned, devoting one's time to those needs and away from Torah study does cause a deficiency in the individual whose time is diverted from his Torah learning. In fact, this is what we find regarding Mordechai, who, as discussed once at length, remained in public office as a minister to Ahasuerus and did not return to full-time Torah study even after the Jews were saved through Esther's intervention and a divine miracle. Rather, he continued in public service for the benefit of the Jewish nation because the needs of the community come first. And yet this caused a deficiency in Mordechai, and a number of members of the Sanhedrin held him in lower regard for this, because in doing so, he was lacking this quality of constant and consistent devotion to the study of Torah. This explanation is also based on the clarification of Rebbelevich the Rebbe's father in his teaching on the Zayar regarding this anecdote about Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi's distraction with worldly issues was not, God forbid, random nonsense. He was considering worldly issues necessary for the community, the rectification of the world, and this is of great importance. We have at one point discussed at great length the explanation on the words of our sages found in the Tractate of Sanhedrin that man was created to work, and whether this means to put effort into Torah or into Amal Sicha, into worldly work, and the mere fact that there is this possibility that man was created to put effort into the issues of this world, into making this world a better place, a holier place, tells us that this is elevated work. More so, even according to the decision, that indeed the amal, the effort, is the work of Torah, engagement and effort in the study of Torah, it does not completely negate amal sicha. It is just that man's purpose does not lie in worldly issues. In fact, in order to successfully engage in complete involvement in Torah, one needs first to engage in the service of engagement in worldly issues, in refining the world. Our engagement in the work required in this world motivates the ongoing sicha, the ongoing word of God that constantly creates our world through the constant ten divine utterances of creation, as the Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya, where he teaches that the ten divine utterances are constantly enclosed in creation, vivifying them and giving them ongoing existence and reality. These ten utterances created and continue to consistently and constantly create physical reality. And as far as God is concerned, these are lesser or mundane utterances. In the mystical discussion of letters, this is considered engaging or contemplating words associated with worldly concerns, amal sicha, and it is thus, it is the divine service of rectifying and purifying this world and its needs by ensuring that kol ma'asecha l'shem shamayim, that everything you do is for the sake of heaven, and behold rochecha do'ehu, in all your doings, know God. This refers to the domain of permissible actions that are placed in the purview of man, by which man betters and assists in the service of sustaining 
the physical world and in its rectification. Yet this work is not comparable to the divine service of Torah study and engagement therein, certainly not on the level of the study of the mystical parts of Torah, because despite the amal sicha, achieving the sustaining of the physical world through motivating and inspiring the ongoing source of creation, God's continued utterances of creation, and in fact this is why a soul descends to this world, not to repair itself as it is perfect in its place in heaven, but to repair the body and the animal soul and its portion in the world. Through this service, this work of refining the body and the animal soul, one actually fulfills his or her purpose and the purpose of creation, which is God's desire to have a dwelling, a presence here below. And yet, Amal Torah, effort and engagement in Torah, is loftier than Amal Sicha, worldly efforts, because it is Torah that draws down the godly light that transcends world and creation. And therefore, Rabbi Yossi's contemplation of worldly or communal needs caused his name to be diminished and lacking a letter, because it's ultimately a descent from the Amal Torah. On a more profound level, this answer, though, is lacking and is not sufficient for us to understand why there was a lack in his name. Every sage and scholar, the Tanaim, the sages of the Mishnaic age, the Amoraim of the Talmudic era, acted and lived in accordance with their soul root and source. Just as in our discussion, and as, ex- and as is explained by Rebbe the Rebbe's father, Rabbi Yossi concentrating specifically on Mila de Alma was because the root of Rabbi Yossi's soul was in the world of Malchus. Malchus is the source for the manifest creation of the worlds of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, manifest into existence through the ten utterances of divine sovereignty, Malchus. Therefore, his service was rooted in the Amal Sicha of giving the world continued existence and refinement. Since this was his mission in this world, though in Amal Torah there's a loftier quality and value as Torah transcends creation and world, how can we say that when he was engaged in contemplating Mila de Alma, there was a lack in his name, the very reflection of a soul's purpose in this world? If this is his purpose, suited to and associated with his soul root, and thus to his name. Like the Hasidic anecdote attributed to Rebzusha, who said that when he would be asked, after 120 years, he would be asked not why he wasn't on the level of the righteous, but why he wasn't Zusha, associated with his name and with his soul root. And there's more yet. If one knows that because his soul isn't rooted, in the divine service of full-time Torah study, his name will be diminished by a letter, this can potentially embitter him. He won't be able to fulfill his purpose and his unique divine service with any real joy. We also want to understand why Rabiosi didn't sense his own deficiency and wasn't aware of this until the Rashbi told him, and why when the deficiency was repaired through his engagement in the study that the Rabbi Shiva Bar Yechai was teaching, this too was unknown to him until the Rashbi revealed it to him. The explanation here 
is that Rabbi Yossi, according to what his sole purpose and service was, based on the root of his soul, was in fact in a very whole space, and his visage and his name were complete, even when he was contemplating refining the world. The deficiency was only as part of the greater whole, as part of the holy group of students of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, at that time sitting among this holy group of students of the Rashbi, whose Torah study was the Rashbi's life purpose and soul root, Rabbi Yossi too should have been so engaged. Thus, only the Rashbi could sense the deficiency, and also when the deficiency was no longer, and the visage of Rabbi Yossi was complete again. This idea can be further expanded upon and understood in light of the laws of Talmud Torah, Torah study, as taught by the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe teaches that every soul must, for its completion, for the fulfillment of its purposeful descent into this world, engage in all the four levels of Torah study, according to what each individual can grasp. This is a requirement for each soul's achievement of wholeness in this world. If one is lazy, and only therefore studies only a little bit, he must return in as many incarnations necessary until his soul will gather and grasp and study all of Torah that it has the capacity to learn. And in a situation where one is not lazy, but he is by Torah law absolved from this, the Alter Rebbe explains this situation in Torah Or and says there are two possibilities here. One is that by the very fact that a person's abilities only permit him a limited amount of Torah study time, this is indication that his soul is not obligated beyond this. And the soul's wholeness is achieved with whatever little bit of Torah he can study. Even if he or she is limited to a mere chapter of learning in the morning and a mere chapter of learning in the evening. The second possibility is that Hashem himself will complete a person's Torah study when man engages in the effort but cannot successfully go past a limited amount of study. These two possibilities are dependent on why the individual can study more. If it's because a person is striving to earn a livelihood, as indeed Torah permits time for this, away from Torah study, this indicates that this individual's path, based on his soul, isn't meant to be in a state of full-time engagement in Torah. Rather, his life should be dedicated to good deeds. This is what this person's soul is here for, and thus learning his bit in the morning and the evening are sufficient. But if this person is engaged, again, as is permitted by Torah, in the needs of others, in communal needs, like the distribution of charity, which, as we said, trumps sitting and studying Torah, then he achieves the wholeness in his Torah study through God, who completes what is lacking for him that he cannot acquire because he simply cannot do both. And included in God's completing this for him is divine blessing that he has great success in the short time that he does have to study. As the Jerusalem Talmud tells us regarding the early pietists who sat in prayer for nine hours every day and who also engaged in acts of kindness beyond the letter of the law, because they were so engaged, their time to study was shortened and God blessed their Torah study with the capacity to immediately understand that which they studied 
without the necessary labor it takes to grasp an idea. As the Alter Rebbe teaches in Torah, are one who engages in charity, in the assistance of others, experiences a sharpness of clarity and a purity of heart, which makes it possible to study in only a thousandth of the time it might take another who is not engaged thusly. Accordingly, we can better understand the story the Zayar tells regarding the Rashbi and Rabiosi. When the Rashbi sensed that a letter was missing from the visage of the name of Rabiosi, and as Rablavik the Rebbe's father explains, it was specifically the letter Yud, which reflects the Yud in the divine name in the Tetragrammaton, the Yud being the letter that represents manifest godliness in the world of Atsilus, which reflects man's engagement in Torah study, particularly the study of mysticism. Thus, the transcendent quality of this letter and its manifestation in man's service beyond the ten utterances that manifest godliness in this world, thus representation of the transcendent quality of the source of the soul of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and his service in this world. When the Rashbi sensed this, it was indication and instruction for Biosi to, at this time and moment, shift from his spiritually destined, destined engagement on behalf of the world and engage in the work of Torah alongside the holy students of the Rashbi. And we can posit that this was a particularly unique and opportune time, as observed by Rabbi Shimon, in the engagement of Rabbi Yossi's Torah study, which would grant him that wholeness in his Torah study, even as he was engaged, whether before or later, in the needs of the community. And this indeed is what occurred. Rabbi Yossi engaged fully in his study with the holy students of his master under the tutelage of his teacher, the Rashbi, and he thus completed what required completion, making whole his visage and name, and bringing this wholeness even to the times past when his learning was compromised, so to speak, for his communal efforts.